Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hi, everyone, and thanks for coming. Hi. Hi, I'm Cheryl. Hi, I'm Cheryl. It's Cheryl, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm Cher, as if. I was the yes, auto-tuned. So I'm the auto-tuned reinvented share, 2016 <laughs> edition. And I'm share from Clueless. I don't know what share I was. I just went for it. <laughs> that was my first time doing a share impression. It was probably terrible. So I, I apologize. am terrible at impressions. So this was probably like the worst. <laughs> That's what makes it fun. Yeah, girl. So Seth, how's your week been? Oh, you know, um, everything's been fine. Kind of the same old. Um, I'm going to Portland next weekend, so I'm looking forward to that. That's right. That came up quick. Yeah, girl. It should be a good time. I'm going to do, like, crazy stuff that's, like, super unique. You could do nowhere else, you know? Like, probably get massaged (laughs) by, like, a goat or something. I don't know. (laughs) Are you going to go, like, caving and then... I'm going to go spelunking. Yeah, and then you're going to go caving and then you're going to have, like, a flat coffee, whatever the fuck they call those things, the flat coffees, flat whites. I approve Something super hipster. I'm going to get a curvy white girl. I approve of all of that. Something very kombucha. A curvy... (laughs) That sounds more fun. Yeah, girl. I'm have like an elderberry kombucha or something like that. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, elderberry. That's some Harry Potter shit right there. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, love girl. elderberries. <laughs> Ooh, yes, I love all the berries. So how was your week, guys? So my week's been pretty good. Just another productive week at work. I'm super pumped right now because I left work early on Friday Ooh, and now yeah. we're in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yes, we are recording Yee-hoo. live from the Great Smoky Mountains, girl. Yes, <laughs> you should see this view. <laughs> we see Eureka Bears, Cameron Bears. They're all here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, down the street, down the street. Well, girl, since you're staying in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, I thought it would be fun to make this week a country hoedown-themed week. Oh, snap. Ooh. So I've let's play a game called Truth or Falsies, because <laughs> everyone loves a good falsie, right, Gia Gun? <laughs> yes, she loves. You guys can't see this, but I made a wonky eyelash face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have gone for Oscars? That lash was or... heavy. Do you hear me? <laughs> so I will read a Tennessee fun fact, and you both have to say if this statement is true or falsies. Oh my gosh, Ooh. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> the website I got them from called them fun facts, so I guess you guys can let me know if they're actually fun or not. okay okay okay. so whoever gets the most points wins oh and one more thing don't fuck it up ah the pressure (laughs) all right well you guys let's get started uh tennessee fun fact number one a weird tennessee law states that fishing off another person's hook is prohibited oh my gosh i'm gonna say this shit is true I am actually going to agree. Being from Southern Indiana, I know how crazy these assholes are. So my logic tells me truth. <laughs> well, you guys are actually both correct. Good job, guys. <laughs> yes. Look, listen. People are weird. Yeah. Don't fuck with the fishing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, girl. Tennessee fun fact number two. In one Tennessee city, it, it is illegal to use any vulgar, profane, or indecent language in public. Oh my gosh, not possible. This is false. This is obviously true. Like, I'm sure, like, these crazy assholes made that Dude, a law as well. if I lived in this town, I would have a record. It's truth, these. Well, actually, Stoney, you are correct. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone, get out. Get out. I just want to <laughs> go there and say, like, well, fuck me sideways up shit creek, goddamn motherfucker. <laughs> yes, yes. They'd have a heart attack. They'd pass out. Yeah. <laughs> it's at, like a new record or something. <laughs> See? Records. Yeah, girl. I would just, like, go get arrested. <laughs> right. And, like, really, Uh-oh. all you're doing is quitting RuPaul's Drag Race and you get a record. <laughs> That's great. 
This is fun. All right, you guys. Tennessee fun fact number three. Pepsi bottled its first bottle of Pepsi in Tennessee. Oh. I'm going to say false. Falsies. (laughs) I feel like I want to say true. Ooh. Well. You know, Crest toothpaste was invented at Indiana University. Well, Pepsi's from South Carolina, though, so I feel like it would be South Carolina that was the first bottled. Well, they're, they're neighbors, right? I don't know. Okay. Well, actually, um, Stoney, you are correct. No! <laughs> it was actually Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola bottled their first bottle of Coke in Tennessee. Well, damn. It makes sense. They're sister wives anyway. <laughs> they are. And actually, it's funny the way they put it on the website. It said that uh, Tennessee uh, Coca-Cola bottled its first Coke bottle in Tennessee. And Gatlinburg visitors love Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, girl. Dorinda. Ooh. Housewives loves it too. Yeah, girl. We're <laughs> going snowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Party favors. <laughs> All right. The oldest professional theater in East Tennessee is the Grand Ole Opry in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yes. True. True. Um, well, you guys are actually both wrong. It's the sweet Fanny Adams Theater. No! Where in Tennessee? It's in Nashville. It's in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's just the Sweet Fanny Adams Theater. East Tennessee. Wow. Okay, sorry. I fucked that up. Now coming to the stage, Miss Sweet Fanny Adams Theater. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, girl. She's a big girl. (laughs) Yes. Heavy cakes. Come through. All right. Tennessee fun fact number five. The smoke that rises from the Smoky Mountains in Gatlinburg isn't really smoke. That is true. That is true. Um, actually, girls, it's falsies. Isn't it like fog? It's not smoke. It's fog, right? It's similar to a mist. Um, so it says the smokies traps and oh. release moisture that creates the smoking effect. Yay! I mean, I did my homework before I came here. I had to make sure we weren't going to have any like stranger situations. Ooh, girl, watch out that window. <laughs> because you are home. The fact that you're even ah. bringing up the strangers when we're like here and the sun is about to go down, we have these giant ass windows. <laughs> Girl, they're looking at you like right now. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just how my brain works. I'm prepared though. You best believe. Like the hills have eyes or something. Action. What was that one movie where the girl's out in the cabin by herself in the woods and that guy tries to kill her? Oh my god, she's deaf. Oh, was that like Hush. Cabin Fever? It was called Hush oh, yeah. on Netflix. Okay. She's like a she's like a writer. She lives in the middle of nowhere. She's deaf, and this guy comes and just starts like trying to like kill her. Girl, she's just like setting herself up for failure or something. For real. Well, and then it we was have, intense. It so was an actually we're sitting here, and there's like these giant windows that have no blinds, no Ooh. curtains. We'll have to tweet a picture. Yeah, you yeah. should like tweet a picture out so that everyone can see your nice ass cabin. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we better take a picture now before the sun goes down. Yeah, you get one because my phone is being used to talk to Seth. Hey. Um, but basically, <laughs> if we're dead, like just remember this is where we're at. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm prepared. I grew up in Alaska. It's nice I can make a, you, I Will. can make an explosive out of Oh god. I'm like taking over now. Yeah, I love Will and uh, Pizza Planet. Thank you for listening. Ooh, gay toast. Don't forget her. Our faves. It was just amazing. Oh, yeah, girl. Uh, All right, you guys. Um, Tennessee fun fact number six. The king of rock and roll made his home in Tennessee. Elvis Presley's Graceland Mansion is still open for visitors to view. That's true. True. That is correct for both of you. Yes. Thank you, Google Maps. (laughs) <laughs> all right you guys well that was the last question i hope you had fun playing yeah it was great playing oh my gosh trixie mattel rode in on like a barbie kids jeep and drag on oh my god are you looking at twitter <laughs> oh gosh i have the um i have the hashtag pulled up sorry i was distracted oh right. girl i'm excited for sorry Dragon. for the interruption well you guys should we talk about this episode yeah it was it was a fun week yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, I love the episode. Everybody's on edge. Everybody wants to be doing their best. Everybody's also freaked out. So yeah, everybody's just at a high right now. So we start this episode post Monique's elimination. 
Uh, R.I.P. Monique. R.I.P. We miss you. This episode's like not the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this episode was a little strange without her, I must say. Yeah. I just like love Monique so much. She's the best. <laughs> I know. Monique just always brought such a fun presence. And like, I always felt like, like I could just listen to her, like tell me stuff. Like, I don't know. Like she should just like. I miss her voice. Yeah. I really love the Rusical episode. Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh, my gosh. Do you guys think that they provided, like, all the outfits for all the queens? It kind of looked like everyone had everything laid out for them. Yeah, they did look provided. Like, not bad, but um, they looked like they were given. Yeah, I'm assuming that that's what happened. They were relying more on, like, the impression of the queens. Yeah. So we start the episode by the vixen saying, but you attacked my dream. Oh my gosh. I forget who said it, but somebody said it's our, it's all of our dreams. It's like, yeah, look at the room you're sitting in. Like you are not the only one in RuPaul's Drag Race season 10 workroom. Girl. <laughs> I just, yeah. Wake I was up, just troll. annoyed by this whole like part because it's like, <laughs> why? I don't know. I feel like Vixen is so sensitive, but at the same time, she's so like harsh towards other people and it's like girl like they were just giving an answer and honestly your drag was bad last week and that's why they said it and your biggest enemy the person you hate didn't even say your damn name so like you need to stop crying right and professionals can take a critique and grow from it they make money from it because guess what they've learned and they've grown Right, and they're not being as childish like the Vixen. I mean, the Vixen says that she wants um, she wants Eureka to go home, that she thinks Eureka deserves to be home. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she's just saying that for, like, personal reasons, not because she's doing bad in the competition or anything like that. Right, and that just seems so childish and unprofessional to me. It's just like, I don't like you. Even though, like, there's an opportunity to, like, make some great art together grow together in this experience and you're just like oh i don't like you so no i mean it just comes down honestly like so fifth grade i don't know we don't have to keep talking about this but vixen let's keep talking about it like she (laughs) cannot see past her hate for eureka like the fact that eureka called her out on her shit i just feel like she'll never like forgive that because like oh this girl she actually talked back to you so you just want nothing to do with her mm-hmm. and you're gonna like drag her name even though she's like slaying the competition right, right. now right she's doing a genuine good job like be supportive everybody's being so supportive of each other join in so yeah it's like the next day <sighs> oh what was that <laughs> like what is going on it was the ice machine yeah oh girl that was scary sorry y'all <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I was, like, frightened. Yeah, that was weird for us, too, because our ice machine in our fridge is broken. Yeah, but Uh-oh. we're living, like, the high life here in the Smoky Mountains, so we have an ice maker. Yes, queen. <laughs> You're so bougie. It's like the simple life with Paris and Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I used to love that show. Same. Who's Nicole and who's Paris? Am I Paris or is Jam- Jamal Paris? I, I think that... Jamal's Paris. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And Stoney is Nicole Richie. <laughs> I'll accept that. You guys well, are like, oh, what's a cabin? Like, <laughs> what's all this sweat around us? <laughs> what like, if we light the cabin on fire? Wouldn't that be pretty? Selfie. <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. Let's take, like, selfies outside our burning cabin. That's, like, so cool. <laughs> oh, shit. We left our camera inside, girl. We've got Beyonce's six-inch lighting. <laughs> All right, you guys. So it's like a new day now, and Monet has another damn sponge. Oh my gosh, this sponge just keeps following us. She's probably just plucking one every day of this filming. Honestly, and it's a new one every day. This season is like the like, I don't know. It's like the legend like of like memeable moments. Yeah, memeable moments because you have Vanjie. Trademark that. You have the damn span- sponge dress. Yeah. Vixen like wearing someone else's hair or whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> the like troll rolling on the stage. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I don't know. I love it. She's like barrel rolling across the stage. I'm here for the sponge. Like the sponge will be the next Ornatia. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The sponge. The sponge. Sponge Nation. Sponge. Sponge here for the sponge. sponge. (laughs) My Lady Gaga cover. Sponge first. So walk into the room. Sponge first. (laughs) Like why hasn't anybody made that meme yet? Like I just don't get it. You guys. Girl, don't make us do it because I can't do video. <laughs> I can. We got this. Yeah, girl, let's make like a music video or something for Sponge First. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first. TFC so that's when pod. you come visit in July. We're going to record the Sponge First video. Oh, shit. Yes. Can we do it in Fountain Square? Girl, we'll do it all over Indy. <laughs> just like walk across Indy. Yeah, like just everywhere. <laughs> let's walk into a caramel Starbucks to make this video. <laughs> Ugh, those bitches. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, I want a sponge. <laughs> the sponge looks fancy. Or they'd call the cops. Oh, girl, too soon. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> All right, so back in the workroom, we get a video message, this time from Chad Michaels. Yes, it's not Mama Roo this week. It's a surprise guest star for the intro to this episode. Chad Michaels, winner of All Stars yeah. 1. I, I love that Chad Michaels was there, but the only thing I would say is it would have been awesome if she was a guest judge. Just yeah, me. she should have been on the yeah. panel. I completely agree. I think she should have been a guest judge. Uh-huh. Like they did it with Bianca Del Rio. Yeah, at least Bianca came to the Yeah, workroom. for the chat or for the share episode. Like, I feel like I feel like Chad is like the share drag queen, so that would have been cool to see her on panel. Yeah, and do you think was this the first time that it hasn't been Rue on the video message at the beginning? I believe so. I I don't remember anybody yeah, else. Yeah, I've never I don't remember mm-hmm. ever not being her. It was exciting. Like you weren't expecting it. It was like, "Oh, hey, it's Chad." Right? Like <laughs> it was so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course, for sure. And now we get into the mini challenge, slap out of it, a uh, blast from the past from season 2. Yeah, that's slapping challenge. So we're doing like the movie slaps people. We are out here slapping faces. You know, that's a lot of Botox the queens have paid for. Yeah, girl. And this is DragCon weekend, so I've been watching Tyra Sanchez get slapped over on repeat from <laughs> that challenge. <laughs> you shady bitch. I oh, have girl. I, I have to say, <laughs> I... Here's one of the reasons I love Drag Race. If I had to like list out the top five reasons I love Drag Race, one of the top reasons would be just drag queens fake slapping each other because I just love like when those bitches like hit each other and like over the top like I don't know just crazy bitches yeah it's just Um, like outlandish hilarity so I am here for this challenge and I want it to be a staple mini challenge like the reading challenge Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah girl and in this challenge someone actually gets hit (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) So like, yes, and then they win the the challenge. <laughs> yeah, so you know she probably only won, so she wouldn't sue RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Sorry, Asia. I'll cash it in and go fix that. <laughs> yeah, girl, I'm looking forward to Asia O'Hara's Drag Race next season. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wild. That was really funny. I tried to like go back and see if she got hit really hard or if it was just like a graze. <laughs> oh, I I did go. I tried to. I did, I feel like it was maybe like a scrape because yeah. when I went back. I couldn't really see where, like, the contact was, was made. So maybe, like, it was, like, a slight scratch or fingertip. And it probably caught Rue off guard because there was contact made. <laughs> yeah, she, like, didn't want to get sued or anything. <laughs> yep, exactly. Your your PR brain kicks in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, well, I thought some others were good, too. Like, I thought Ms. Crackers was really funny. Yeah, Ms. Crackers. I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I like that Rue just, like, stabbed her. (laughs) Yeah, she stabs her instead. And she played off of it so well. Oh, yeah, she, like, really sold that. It was so good. Yeah. I actually really liked um, Cameron Michaels. I was like, they call you mother... But they really should call you Grant. And he was like, don't, didn't even let her stop. She yeah, was, she, she was just like, bam. She didn't finish. <laughs> I didn't like where that was going. <laughs> even the beginning part of that, she was like, why are you so far away from me? 
bitch. <laughs> well, I also like really liked Aquarius. This was a fun one. She was like, I was born in 1996. Oh, Aquarius. Yeah, Aquaria. Yeah, girl. Yeah, Aquaria. Oh my gosh, like 1996. Ugh, that's a sorry, sorry, little queens. I was born in '86, so now I'm just like bordering entering like old people mindset where I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so little. My sister was born in 97, though. Well. One of these years, it'll be like, this drag queen was born in 2001. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm like, kill myself when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just hold hands and jump off a cliff. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Blessed be, kitty girl. <laughs> Wearing my best eye cream. <laughs> oh, yes, girl. Wearing my full Sunday drag. <laughs> I also want to say that the Vixen sucked at this challenge because her thing made no sense to me. Why was that, like, insulting? Miss Vanjie brings joy, If anything, joy, it was going to make slaps. her laugh, not, well, like, slap you. It was like a cop-out, I think. Like, it wasn't really She's funny. Her, she just knew that Vanjie was a thing and kind of kept with it. Vanjie, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, <laughs> she's just, like, not funny. Oh, shit. <laughs> she was basically just like Vangie and just like start, restarted dancing. So she started dancing. So like she thought she was being funny or something. Yeah. When really Rue was like, okay, how do we speed this up so we can keep production going? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Join it. <in>. Okay, slap. <laughs> oh, God. But, like, overall, I thought this was a really good mini challenge. There was, like, lots of high moments and lots of things that made me laugh. Yeah. I will I will quickly say, you know, I wasn't really, like, a fan of some of the past mini challenges, like, in All-Stars. But it was it's nice to be enjoying some of these because it's proving me wrong. And I, I like when art or shows or whatever does that. Yeah, girl. Um, so now we move into the main challenge, Share the Unauthorized Rusical. Yes, yeah, so pumped. I was never like a Cher queen, but you know, I've always appreciated the artist that Cher was. She's really like a superstar. Yeah, girl. Like I was a super fan like back in what was it like 1998 or something when it came out of Believe. Like I love that song. <laughs> oh my god. No, stop. stop, stop. We were just we, we were just watching the video, bitch. Like we were just like, do you remember this <laughs> song? Well, and thing full, is, full all three of us are the same age, like 31, 32-ish yeah. or something. But, like, we have the exact same experience. Because I, like, everyone knew, like, Turn Back Time, and that was, like, iconic. Oh, but it was just like, okay. But down. then Believe was, like, the jam because it was, like, yeah. like our current, like, music when we were growing up. And uh. it was just, like, super, like, gay. And, <laughs> like, especially being a gay kid, like, you're just yes. like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, like that. It's was... like the joy, like the joy you're looking for was that video. Yeah, and then we as a young gay. Yeah, I like definitely like found my sexuality to that song, <laughs> and like Spice World oh, too. Yeah, Do not even get me started on Spice. Oh, Girl. But we rewatched the video today, and it's actually I saw it in theaters Dude, like I went three to the times. I didn't know how my parents yeah. didn't know I was gay. I was like, we we're going to see this movie. And I'm sitting like third row. Me and all my cousins went. We um, they were my cover. We Same. rewatched Believe Today on YouTube, and it's actually quite terrible. The music video. <laughs> yeah, girl, um, it's so bad. <laughs> and it's kind of. I know. I remember back then thinking, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And like rewatching it now, I'm like, "This shit is like really bad." Yeah. Like. But listen, we were living back then. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Stop hating leave on Cher. Yeah. <laughs> leave Britney alone. <laughs> I mean, I be- still believe in love. Oh, That's yes. such a great song. So now we move into the episode. We find out the roster of who's playing which Cher from which era. Yes, which is super exciting because, goodness, Cher has, like, endless looks. And that's also how you make sure that not everyone wears that red kimono outfit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Checkmate. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to have Madonna Gate all over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now we go through the roster. We find out that Cameron is playing 60s Cher. I live for 60s looks. So excited. 
and Asia and Vixen are doing variety show share, which like wasn't really that exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, they're not the most exciting, but I I remember um I remember seeing footage of that Jackson Five performance with. See, Shay. I don't I don't know like, and this will be on Untucked, but I just don't feel like that's an excuse because I don't know. I've not watched, I'm not the biggest Cher fan, but when you watch like, I've seen like her variety show era stuff and she's very like swingy and like fast moving. Like, I don't know. Like I feel like to me, it's that jive Turkey feel like, yeah, she's got a little bit of like swag to her, like moving around. The personality's there. I just felt like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, you can complain all you want, but like, Oh yeah, There's no. nothing wrong with that. I was like, excited for this look. We can get into the result later. <laughs> yeah, girl. We find out Aquaria is disco share. Yes, who doesn't love disco? Hell yeah. And then we find out Asia is movie star share, and I think they should have had her be burlesque share, not moonlight share. Because that was like better. <laughs> I would like love burlesque. Wasn't I just talking wow. about how we I had this conversation? Loved Cher and burlesque. And Stoney's like, yeah, I saw it. You made you like forced me to watch it. This was like the first year where you were dating. I made him watch this movie. Um, but I don't know. Like we can get into this later. But you know, Cher, she was in some pretty popular movies in her time. So Asia could have had more fun with this. But more on that later. Oh my god. Oh, sorry. There's like a mosquito or something here. Nature? Yeah, girl. There's like Ew. a mosquito flying around. Use your almond. Use your <laughs> almond oil, girl. Uh, I need to like get it or else I'll get It'll like, get malaria. rid of that redness. What if Seth dies from malaria? No, almond oil does not fix that. <laughs> you guys, what if like we all <laughs> just die now? What's going to happen to the podcast? The pod- yeah. This podcast will never be posted and no one would literally know. That'd be so sad. Actually, actually, we've hidden a microphone and a MacBook somewhere in the United Ooh. States. And when we all leave the planet, they'll be notified and taken too. Yeah, to and like the legacy, <laughs> and like all of our passwords are like saved in there for them <laughs> on a pink when, post-it. <laughs> if we don't post, okay, listen, Gay Toast Pizza Planet will Carrie Winkle. Yes, Carrie. This, this is a call to action. All of you, if this is not posted on Monday, which you will actually hear this. Oh shit. They're not going to hear what I'm saying, so how would they know? <laughs> they won't know, That's girl. what I'm saying. Like, if but they, I'm if... saying if like it's not posted, then you need to do something, but they're not going to know because it's not posted. Girl, <laughs> we will have it if figured out. If the prophecy out. is real, they will know what happened when it happens. I feel like this is a Black Mirror episode. Oh, do not even get started on that <laughs> show. Hell no, no. If it is, I hope it's not the episode where uh-huh, we have uh-huh. to like have sex with a pig. <laughs> Because that was, like, so gross. (laughs) That was frightening. I am traumatized. Um. Yeah, let's not talk about that. I saw that episode. It was very odd. Okay, sorry. I really derailed this conversation. It's Stoney's fault. Yeah, this is, like, why we can't have nice things, Stoney. Well, I guess it's, like, the malaria. Oh, yeah. Like, mosquito. (laughs) Yeah, because we thought you were going to die. I might be dead. What a rude-ass bitch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, super rude. <laughs> now, coming to the stage, Miss Malaria. Miss Malaria. Oh my god. Yes, girl, she is style and she Can is great. Can I be grace. frostbite? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, How about hypothermia? Yes, I like that. <laughs> oh, that's better. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm a Roscoe Pollo. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm taking hypothermia. That's Girl, you should. We need to start like the house of natural disasters. <laughs> Slash hot cheese. Oh my gosh, chicken. Seth, look. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm not doing drag, but maybe I'll draw a comic or something for like the site. Maybe that would be a fun project. Yeah, super gay comic. <laughs> Frostbite or and hypothermia. Ooh. Ugh, this is like a, this is like the B uh, X Men team. <laughs> Hey, I'll take it. I'll accept. (laughs) Hell yeah, I'm here for that. (laughs) Come on through, gay (laughs) X-Men. Anyways, we're like back in the challenge. Eureka is rock star Cher and Ms. Crackers come back Cher. And Asia says that her Cher is less glamorous. 
Like, is she trying to call Stevie Nicks' role from Thorgy Thor and yeah, All Stars 3? Asia's just I'm like, I feel like she started this challenge in such a bad headspace. Like, she she wasn't crazy about her character. You know, that happens in, in life. Like, you're at a job. Sometimes there's just shit you don't want to do, but you have to do it to keep getting your paycheck. And I also think that Asia's talented enough to, like, you know, why are you thinking this way? You can pull this off. You could win this. Yeah, I mean, it's all about bringing your personality to that character that you're supposed to be portraying, and that's the whole point of this. Uh-huh. Like, you gotta make turn it, it out. that's right. Yeah, like Tim Gunn says, My make it work. My team hates that I say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> make it work, figure it out. Yeah, girl. So now Rue kind of goes around to all the different tables to talk to the girls, and Rue is talking to Eureka about her issue with the Vixen. Mm-hmm. And we see the Vixen playing air violin. Air violin. Oh, I know. I could not believe bitch. it. So childish. What like, a shady I bitch. hate all air instruments. I just love that this episode was just such a foreshadowing of karma at, it, at her best. It really was. Ugh, it makes me mad because I want to like the Vixen. Like, maybe there will be a redemption like She's just got some growing or something. to do. I feel like maybe in five years we'll feel differently about her. Yeah, like, I mean, I think she's really good, but she just has a little time she needs to prepare. Yeah, five yeah. years is generous. Most people would figure it out immediately, but whatever. Yeah, well... <laughs> I need a break. Same. Now, Rue goes over to the Vixen's table to talk about her conflicts, and the Vixen says she handles things head-on, and Rue asks mm-hmm. how she's going to incorporate that into her share, and the Vixen says, well, I guess I'll have to be feisty. I think Cher would throw a glass of water at someone. Like, clearly, the Vixen did not answer correctly. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was not the answer Rue was looking for. No, she completely missed the mark. <laughs> and you can read you can read Rue's face so well. This is like a Scorpio trait. You can just, like, communicate any word with a facial expression, and people know exactly what you're saying. It's, it's a gift. <laughs> like, Rue's been going around talking about how Cher is this, like, outsider, and that's not uh-huh. what Vixen was, Dropping like, saying. Dropping all these clues. Yeah, like, the Vixen, I guess, just didn't get it at all. And Rue's like, that's what you want to (laughs) do? Choices. Choices. Shout out to Tatiana. Shout out to this pink Chewbacca Drycon. Yeah, girl. Are you looking at the RuPaul feed? I see it. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. I'm scrolling through (laughs) the Drycon Instagram while we're recording, and there's a bright-ass pink Chewbacca. That's pretty cute. At Drycon. Oh, I saw this one drag queen, like, Dragula style, who looked like her head was upside down or something. Like, it was really freaky, but cool. I saw that. Yeah, girl. It was badass. That was hmm. badass. Hell yeah. Was cool. I was, like, living for that. Sorry, back on track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, next we see, you know, Vixen's talking to Rue, and Monet's back there like, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. the heck is going on? She is being so nasty. Yeah, people are just, well, you know, somebody like that, you want to show them compassion, and you want to be there for them, but you're rooting for them, right? And they're their own worst enemy. They bring themselves down, and they're looking at her like, mm-hmm. come on, girl, really? Like... <laughs> Reynolds agrees. <laughs> he thinks she's being nasty too. He's at the <laughs> There's like people like nice. over here. Nice These might be the strangers. I'm not sure. No, they're on the Ooh, porch. Ooh, girl, watch out! There's a dog. If there's a oh, dog, okay. it's safe. They're getting in the jacuzzi. Ooh, oh, are they? They're no, they're getting cute. out. Are they sexy? Oh my god, let's. No. They're like super high. Oh, no. These people are <laughs> not in good shape. <laughs> they're like a cup of this pudding. This is so sad. <laughs> We have to get. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This took a turn. Oh gosh! We still have an episode. We still have an episode in Untuck to get through, and this is what happens. I'm just like laughing how you're like ew, gross at them. <laughs> Sorry, people. I just I'm no Greek guy. There is a Jesus. lot going on on this porch over here. Reno, be I, nice. girl. Oh get my him. god. Get him. Oh, he's gonna stop looking. Like he can see that we're looking at him right now. Well, no, Reynolds. Reynolds. Reynolds is barking at the dog. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my god. 
<laughs> Reynold, Reynold is barking at the dog. This is so bad. Oh my god. Okay. I they they actually just walked inside, so I think uh, it's safe now. They're just waiting for the jacuzzi to heat up. So brace yourselves, Ooh. okay? They're like I'm only come staring back. at this microphone for the next hour. <laughs> we don't look at each other in the eyes anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. We're it's another day, and we find out that Todrick Hall is rehearsing with them. Yes, of course. I love me some Todrick. I love I that Todrick is like the expert choreographer now. Like, I mean, his shit's amazing. If you've looked at his like solo projects, like I get it. I just love his banter with like the queens. Like he is not messing around with them. Yep, and he keeps them in line. He keeps them in yeah, line. Yeah, girl. It's, yes, he does. It's fun. It's fun. It's professional, but it's no nonsense. That's right. I respect that. So when the vixen, Tadric says to her to be conscious of her facial expressions, and (laughs) she's like, I guess, looking like Dennis Rodman up there. (laughs) She's just like... (laughs) Her, like, <laughs> facial t- expressions were yeah. so intense. It's like, be soft, be, be softer. <laughs> <laughs> she was doing, like, these weird jazz vocals, too. Like, I thought she was going to start scatting or something. <laughs> like, it was weird. It was not very Cher. The only thing is Cher, I, I'm really trying, I'm trying so hard not to shit on the Vixen. Like, this is draining but um, the only share thing about the Vixen was that hair. I thought, sh- I, yeah, I thought the Vixen's look was... The look uh, was there. I guess that's the provided look, so but I guess she whatever. Didn't, she didn't shine through the look. And I thought she did get some of the, a little bit of the movements down, but like the, the way she like her... It was the execution. Yeah, everything was just like off. She was she was really missing like that share swag. Like share was kind of like... Very aloof on stage, but very, like, enticing and in control at the same time. I don't know. Like, she just... There was, like, this fluid freedom about her performances. Yeah, girl. Um, So next we have Eureka, and she says that she doesn't want to sing while rehearsing and wants to focus on her choreography. And Todrick is forcing her to say the words. You know, she kind of tells us this story about how, when she was young, her dad made her sing... And I guess, like, I don't know. That just sounds like a whole weird situation. I don't <laughs> yeah, I felt so bad because my mind immediately went to just, like, you know, southern state. They probably knew Eureka was gay at a very young age just because it shines through in your personality. And it was probably embarrassing for Eureka because when you're a young kid like that and you know you're different... Are the last one of you, yeah. Fat, the last like... thing you want is a spotlight, <clears throat> and she was forced to do it. And I kind of also like, and this like maybe kind of like, this is like kind of a different angle. But I was thinking of it from a a white person that is not very coordinated. Like if I was to like try to do dance moves or something, like for me, like. I, it would be hard for me to sing and try to figure out the dance moves at the same time. Like, so it's like, okay, uncoordinated white girl over here. Yeah, if you're like, not used to performance, it's very difficult. Yeah, like, to me, like, maybe, like, I get the part about focusing on one thing at one time. Mm-hmm. And they, okay, I got that down. Now I'm going to move on to doing it with the lyrics. Like, yeah. so. One piece at a time. So when Vixen was, like, complaining about it, I was like, girl, like, that totally makes sense to me. I know. And Vixen, like, again, she was just looking for a moment to be petty. And I love me some petty, but I'm exhausted with this one. Stop. Stop. She was really trying to, like, force that storyline. Such a reach. Such a reach. Yeah, girl. Like, she was just sitting there on the side of the stage, like, had her hands crossed. And she was, like, in a huff, like, ready to, like, throw a tantrum or something. Yeah, true. True. That's a read. Clocked. Yeah, she was being so childish. Clocked. Yeah. It, ugh, gosh. Yeah, I have no words. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about this forever. It's just like, girl, bye. Done. Be done. Done. (laughs) Right. So Eureka says she doesn't want to rehearse. Um, so Todrick is forcing her to say the words because everyone else did, you know, yeah. except for Asia, who forgot And them. every... That's right. And every artist kind of has, like, their Achilles heel. Like, there's one thing that you're never going to be comfortable doing yep. on stage. So Asia comes over to Monet 
and says, you know, you need to come over here and start painting because you need to take your makeup up a notch, <laughs> like shade. Yeah, yeah. Shade girl. <laughs> I love how just like Asia <laughs> reads everyone, but it's in a nice way. Like it's just so funny. It's not mean, but she's still like dragging the fuck out of you. It's like that. It's like that fun big sister shade. You're like. You're lucky I like you, bitch. Only you can say that. (laughs) That's one of those. Asia gets away with it. All in good fun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next we hear about Ms. Cracker growing up as a poor child in Seattle. Yeah, that was wild to hear. I think that's really interesting because, Mm -hmm. like, I thought it was good to, like, know that backstory because it kind of makes sense like how she why is she so she's kind of like a weird just like quirky person Uh which i love but it's just cool to like know that's probably why like not growing up in the same pop culture that like like us we were kind of like brainwashed with like the pop culture but if she wasn't like she's probably got a totally different sense of humor when i heard this story i thought of a fast forward button and here's why so Miss Cracker was cut off from all of this pop culture that we've been in, you know, sucking in and absorbing all of our lives. So whenever she gained access was much later, and somehow she's still so well studied and knows her references, knows the art, and I think that wackiness comes from her having to process all of that so fast and then figuring out how to interpret that. I just thought this story was so interesting because I just feel very fortunate as a gay person, yeah. like growing up. You're you processing know? your life as it's happening, and then you have all this education that comes later. I'm sure it was like a bomb dropped on her. Yeah, and she was talking about the shiners, you know, the cans that um, they don't have the labels, so you don't really even know like what you're going to be having for dinner that night. That's like wild to me right that's nuts yeah it is crazy i thought it was so interesting I did too mm-hmm. yeah it just like really makes me feel fortunate about my upgrade upbringing like i just i guess had such a different experience than her mm-hmm. and i just can't imagine i don't know it's just like i would love to hear more about her story it's i don't know it's just interesting yeah yeah I'm it's, sure she's grateful for her upbringing because it's made her who she is. And I, I think that's like... As tough as it was. I love This is like one of the things I love about Drag Race too. is just that like you have these like awesome moments where you get to learn about everyone's backgrounds. Like everyone... And that's a great thing I think that we can relate to as gay men. Like growing up gay, like so many like awkward things going on in your life. Ugh. And like to know that like to watch this on TV and you get to learn about the backgrounds and not all of us went through like things that Miss Cracker or like Dusty Ray Bottoms went through, but mm-hmm. um, we all had those like moments of like, we're different and to like hear these stories and we can like relate to that. Like it just makes the show like so much more enjoyable in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like knowing that like it's just hearing these stories that things that we've had to like go through. Maybe yeah. not the same magnitude, but like one of my favorite things. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite things about getting to know like the drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race or any like um huge pop star or artist whatever that you're into as those documentaries or those interviews where you get to learn a little more about them. That's just like the best. Yeah. It, I think she should find a way to somehow share more of that story with us because I mean, it's just a, a unique story that many people have not lived. Like, I mean, she had to, she brought lunch boxes with no food in it to school. Like I don't know anyone who's experienced that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it I was, thought it was, it was it was because yeah, and we just haven't heard a lot of the stories are about like uh, specifically gay related. This was more of like I grew up like my parents would let us like around pop culture. We were poor. Yeah, like, like they could only watch one episode of TV. Yeah, a it's day. not something you've ever we've rather or that we've really talked about that much. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, we have to talk about Asia. She pulls away the vixen for a private talk. 
and she talks about what in Texas they call angry black woman syndrome. Very interesting tea time. Yeah, girl. And so she's saying she wonders if the vixen is really mad at Eureka or what she's representing. Because she, yes. Eureka said she's had to take really, a back seat to, to a lot of these people similar to Eureka. And she's directing it at, at Eureka, but Eureka didn't do anything specifically wrong. There it is. She's trying to She's trying to preach the message, but she's living the stereotype. I just... Thank God for Asia. Yeah, I mean, we kind of get really to the bottom of the issue with the Vixen, you know, is that she's not really mad at Eureka. Mm -hmm. She just feels like she's been held back this season uh, or, you know, in life, and she has something to prove. So I'm glad we got to see the end of this story um, because I thought that was really interesting, you know, kind of like we get to see the full story arc of her story from start to finish. And while I'm not like a huge fan of the Vixen, we got to some closure. Yeah, same here. I mean, Eureka's not completely innocent. I mean, we all saw that video of Eureka saying the N word, and it's just like not yeah. cute. Yeah, it's when you, it's when people show you they've grown and that, you know, they're being apologetic. They don't have to keep apologizing, but show me you are different. And then, you know, that's the past. Yeah, I mean, I've not seen that video and I would, I don't know. I saw it. And we can talk about it like at another time because this is like a whole another subject. But I think that, you know, I don't know enough about Eureka, but I'm assuming that she does not. Like, I'm assuming she regrets saying that and all that, all those things. Um, But, like, growing up in Tennessee, I can relate to this growing up in, like, a southern area, like, southern Indiana. Like, it's, you hear that word. As a white person, when growing up in southern Indiana, I've heard relatives, I've heard uh, kids I went to school with say that word. So it's not like like as a white person it's in the vocabulary and i guarantee being in tennessee she heard it all the time so i mean hopefully yeah i mean that that's something that i personally heard a lot i grew up in virginia and you know everyone would say the n-word but they didn't say the full word so they thought it was okay you know um they had like I don't know I just grew up in Ham- I grew up near Hampton um, mm-hmm. where there's a lot of African American people it's a poorer <clears throat> part of town you know I worked at, at AMC that was my first job and I saw fights like out all the time okay. <laughs> like it was crazy you know just in the middle of like the parking lot oh wow yeah I mean I don't know so so basically, you know, it's like I understand growing up in that environment, you're f- friends with like a black person and you think it's okay for you to say the N-word, but it's not. I mean, it was part of the culture. Above it. Yeah, but it's still not yeah. okay even though you have a black friend. Yeah, that's 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 always the card. It's like, well, I have a black friend, so it's fine. You know, I I'm in the black community and that word has never been a part of my vocabulary and that's just by choice. Because I present myself a certain way, I'm not. I'm not talking shit about black people who do say it. I, I just don't use it. So that's just some perspective. Um, not to change the subject, but I kind of am. It's like <laughs> getting dark outside, and I'm afraid the strangers are coming. So we better like hurry our ass up. Look, unless these unless these hoes have bungees, they're not getting over here. I don't see the neighbors anymore. They're probably being killed by the strangers as we speak. <laughs> yeah, girl, they probably got them and not you. So thank God. Maybe they got their fill. <laughs> Okay, so just one more thing before we move on. The line I really like is when Asia says strength doesn't mm-hmm. have to be vocal. I think that it, that's the bottom line of all of our that's conversations right. that we've been having about the Vixen. That is a lesson I had to learn. <laughs> I think it's a lesson a lot of people learn in their mid to late 20s. I mean, you don't have to be at 10 yeah. mouthing off. Like You can be like Beyonce at Coachella. Yes, celebrate yourself (laughs) oh my god yeah you can like show images of strong black women but you don't have to say childish petty things we listened to that whole show on the drive here so did you girl learn something yes she i hope she does (laughs) you know what i like horns 
I like yeah, I like horns. Yeah, that band was lit. The band oh was God, pretty good. So lit. Fuck yeah, yeah, girl. <laughs> I think they play some air horns. Fuck maybe. no. Womp <laughs> bitch. Bye. That would be no. Apollo hook off the stage. Bye. <laughs> so back to the the show. Cameron was really good. Um, I thought her vocals were strong. Cameron did really well. You know, the look was there. 60s is not too much, but it's still making a statement. Cameron did really well, this performance. Yeah, it was kind of like, you know, there wasn't really anything, like, funny about her performance. But if you're grading it just on, like, who did the best share, mm-hmm. like, hers seemed to be the most authentic. Yeah. And the most put together. So Seth, um... Her face just, like screams share like her facial expressions yeah, yeah. with that hair um stoney said it right like cameron nailed all of the share isms <laughs> yeah like the you know the hand movements and the you know rocking your head back and forth type yeah like, little arm and wrist gestures yeah. you know so she did good yeah she's doing this like 60s like cover of nancy sinatra song bang bang and i have that like on uh, seven inch. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I love. No, I caught. I caught. That. I, would, I. I love that. Song. I was more sad that like we couldn't afford the rights to any of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> um. So next is um, Monet and Vixen, and they talk about being live from Television City, and um, that's actually my first job when I moved uh-huh. to LA, and. I was a page, and I was working at Television City on The Price is Right. Oh, really? Yeah, girl, that's where they filmed The Sunny and Cher on the same uh, stages. Oh, yeah, I knew that. that. I knew that. Yeah. So I, like, really connected through that. Uh Oh, that's cool. That's really fun to see. So... Monet was doing a cover of Cher's Half-Breed, which I think her... Uh Um, mom was maybe like part Cherokee, but at that time, I think that, um, I think the Armenian people were like saying they, they were not Armenian uh-huh. for some reason, like due to discrimination. So I'm not really sure if that's why, but, um, this is going to be a long discussion. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. we should not get too far into that. Yeah. Well, no. And it's, I mean, Right, Monet like kind of covered it in the lyrics. Like it was, it like was it comes down time. to it was a different time. Like back then, nobody gave a shit about any of that. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know. I'm kind of just like you know what? It is what it is at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're moving forward. So next we have the vixen. Like she starts off like kind of in her head, trying to remember all her moves. And she was the look was there, but the the share was just completely missing. It was terrible. And her vocals were like so bad. I they were like off. They were flat. <coughs> yeah, and when like Rue asked if she sang, she was like, "Oh, sometimes." Oh yeah, yeah, sometimes. Like I think she just means she's singing in the shower or something. <laughs> right. She sings when she's like working out or something. I don't know. Yeah, not well either. <laughs> uh so next we have Aquaria as Disco Share. Disco Share. So Aquaria missed the mark. She was feeling her look, so she thought she did a good job, but it it just wasn't share at all. The best thing she did was just the part where she threw away the like cape yeah i have have to stop wearing this cheap crap (laughs) yeah that was like i think that's what saved her honestly i think she just made rue chuckle a little more than asia and vixen Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean clearly she was watching the video from chad because i mean chad had that like oh i don't why do i get booked for these chicken shit gigs line yeah 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 exactly i think the only thing that really saved aquaria is that she did her dance moves like on beat and was very smooth yeah she hit like she just knew what yeah, she was she doing she hit her mark she hit her marks asia like i when she came out i couldn't even recognize that it was asia like it was so not good this uh, is real bad this was just i don't know i feel like asia was just bored from the moment her assignment was given and she didn't really try and this makeup it was the lighting mixed with the way the makeup was applied. It looked like she had a beard. Yeah, I didn't realize that Cher had a beard. <laughs> yeah. 
The oh my gosh. shade. Uh, sorry, I had to press the shade button for that one. So shady. Yes. Shout out to Will Jameson. Will Jameson. <laughs> that girl. We saw that tweet. We know every. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, like the lights just kind of like drowned her out those blue lights and there was just like no share nuances. Yes. yes, it was bad. It was bad. The energy was lacking too. Like Asia just did not push it this week in the performance. And I think she forgot a line. Like did you guys notice? Oh yeah, she dropped out for sure. She forgot some lyrics as well. Um, so the next moment to talk about is Eureka. Um, I thought she could have used a little bit more contour. Oh, make it a little sharper. And we know that Eureka was dealing with like her kind of phobia of the stage and singing. So she kind of had to work through that barrier as well. Also, too, I thought that this was the first time I was like, I understand now why Eureka wears her hair the way it do- the way she does. Because... Mm-hmm. Like, it was weird seeing her, like, in a wig. Like, it just With did a not... a full wig. Yeah, a full wig. Like, it just didn't seem right. Yeah, she usually does that other, well, like, Eureka high... does the high hair to, like, add to that Coke bottle silhouette and, like, kind of give that more add to that big girl sexy that like cup of pudding with like a dollop of whipped cream on top that's right, that's right. <laughs> just a dollop <laughs> just a dollop will do girl <laughs> well i mean her performance at the beginning was like a little bit rough mm-hmm. but i think she really yeah, turned took it out. some warming up but she got there yeah I mean, with Ms. Cracker, who was next uh, to talk about, I thought she did a really good job. She sort of had, like, the Binda La Creme part as Julie Andrews from All Stars 3. It was just, like, a lot of things to remember. <laughs> so I thought she was really funny, though. She did a good job. She did. We thought that she definitely brought the comedy because I feel like if she had committed more to the choreography, just, like, kind of hit more and made it a little sharper... She probably could have had a good shot at winning, but she brought the comedy, so that kind of balanced it out. Yeah, I mean, I thought she really embodied a lot of what Cher was. Her makeup was on point, too. So now we move on to the glitter-rific runway. Yes. And I love a good glitter ball, girl. (laughs) Yeah. You want to do maybe, like, your top three? So mine was Cameron, and then Eureka, and then the vixen um my top three was definitely it was um eureka vixen and asia (laughs) and vixen the reason i loved it was because and they talked about this on fashion photo review as well but the fact that it's like this whole like paper construction like she created it herself it's so colorful Mm -hmm. i love the wig i love the glitter on the wig the glitter um, with all the color it was just put it, over the it looked awesome and the fact that she created this it was just it made me another reason why i'm like damn this like is i want to love you Paris fashion week yeah so and i thought that ms cracker and cameron were really good for sure. yeah um and maybe like yeah the vixen too was really glittery i got my dose of fab glam i was excited i thought it was great also, Eureka's dress reminded me a lot of Alexis Michelle's uh, yellow dress from her promo look uh, for her season. Oh, yeah. I did not even make that connection. I kind of forget That's what a that good comparison. Like. Yeah, it was like that yellow the shape, dress. It was just like bright green. It was like iridescent. With black accents. No, it had the iridescent, like the same kind of shapes that were on Eureka's dress. Um, but it kind of just like went up the, the middle with the yeah, shoulder Yeah, I'm pieces. thinking about shadowing. It was very sharp. She had the bright wig. Nice. References. Um, also, can we talk about Asia's glittery clown? I liked it. I thought it, needed, it was like missing something. Oh, my God. What? Tell him. No, on fashion photo review, like, it's like you've been in like the we always watch us. the fashion photo reviews. And I didn't actually understand this until Raja and Raven were talking about mm-hmm. it. But they said her hair. They loved her hair, but they wanted it to be bigger. We needed more. Like maybe like all more around the head. Yellow hair. Like a full bozo moment, but with the hat. Oh, just a little more yeah, hair. Yeah, like, it's just more flowing out like a Yeah, housewife. because the outfit was great. They said we needed more hair or no hair at all because that bodysuit was awesome. The clown idea was very cool. But um, after Raja said that, I was we were just like, oh, yeah, definitely more hair. <laughs> bigger! Bigger! <laughs> <laughs> um, well, with Aquaria's outfit... 
I thought I know they were saying it was like Virgin Mother Mary, but I was seeing Grammys 2017 Beyonce. I thought that's what that what it re- yes. what it reminded me of. Oh, yeah, yeah, girl. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Wow. She Very performed true. when she was super ass pregnant. Yeah, girl. Ugh. Wasn't that the year she performed with Kendrick? I definitely. Yeah. No. No. That was before she was prego. But um, that was. Um, I definitely saw those side by sides on Instagram and died because when I watched the show, I, I it was not on my register, and then I saw like the Insta insta ruse posted it it's like oh yes seth just for that after this podcast you need to listen to 20 beyonce songs straight oh i'm so sorry and then study up on the wikipedia or else the beehive <laughs> will be coming after you girl i was the one that caught that reference that beyonce reference you yes yeah, um like stand monique clean. says facts are facts and you got the facts wrong <laughs> okay girl <laughs> Where's that shade button now? <laughs> no, the beehive is fine. We're resting. We're getting ready for tour. Yes, girl. <laughs> this last outfit I kind of wanted to touch on was Ms. Cracker's look. Like, I don't know that it was my favorite look, um, but that outfit definitely told a story. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I can appreciate that Miss Cracker always has like a story behind her looks, but I just I feel like um, I told Stony I feel like instead of having that ring, she should have just done the back piece with the skull on top. And if she really wanted this vomit to happen, it could have just fallen right on the top of her hair and like gone into the shape of the hair. Well, that would have been much cooler. And I keep sorry for going back to review all the time. But we just do our homework. They girl. said it best. Like Raja said this. She was like, you know what? Miss Cracker, she completed the challenge. Yeah. She, <laughs> like basically she, she got she, a gold star. Gold she, star. They asked for a glitter look. She gave a look that was glitter. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But wasn't great and wasn't bad. <laughs> I agree with Michelle. With Michelle. Yeah, about she should have had a lash on that other oh, eye. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, with like glitter on I it. I agree for yeah, sure. Yeah, that is true. We needed that. All right, so we are left with um, the top two is Vixen and Asia. Oh, wait, I mean, the, the bottom two. <laughs> Oops. Flip it and reverse it, ho. <laughs> oh, yeah, Missy Elliott. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they lip sync now. The lip sync is to a song I remember from my childhood, Groove is in the Heart, performed by D. Yes, Light. I remember this song so well. And... Um, I don't know, like, Asia basically slayed it with, like, her, like, fun movements, and Vixen was just, like... Asia served it. She gave you the clown quirkiness, she gave you the facial, she gave you the dance moves, she gave you the throwback dance moves. It was great. Well, when the Vixen took off, like, that lower half of her dress, I was actually really worried for Asia, Uh because, like, once she took that bottom part off, she was, like, really, like, slaying. I thought she was going to make a comeback. Well, I, well, no, I, well, okay. Well, I, I told Stoney, I feel bad. like there was, she wasn't bad, but I felt like there were moments where she was kind of, like, searching for something to do. Like, at one point, I thought the bitch was trying to play tug-of-war. I don't know. I mean. I stayed watching Asia. I don't, I don't think it mattered, honestly, because, like, from watching the show, you can tell Rue loves Asia. So, I don't, yeah. I feel like Asia could have. The only thing that would have, like, ruined Asia if she, like, did a pull to Valentina or some shit. Like, <laughs> a Monique. And did you see the Vixen at the beginning playing the air bass? Yeah, and then that. later on, she was playing air percussion. Yeah, we saw that, too. Like, I Gross. could not believe I'm it. I'm just disappointed Bye. we don't get to see the air didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll, like, do a lip sync to, like, land down under. Oh, my God. <laughs> land Stop. Down under. <laughs> You better run. You better take the Get out of here. Yeah, girl. Ooh. I mean, that song was had a lot of words. It was a lot to remember. That was a really hard song for, sure. for them to lip sync, you know? You just I feel like you just have to have fun with it because yeah, it's super challenging. So you just have to like make it look like it's no sweat. <laughs> Props to both of them. Yes, but we do find out that Asia stays. Shantae Asia stays. Which, of course, means then that the Vixen is going home. Bye, Thank girl, you. finally. Go get some therapy. No shade. Talk space. You know, hit them up. You need to talk to somebody, girl. <laughs> Sorry, I said it. 
Well, I'm just hoping this episode makes it, like, in case we all die, you know, I, if you guys get killed and then I have, like, you know, my malaria or whatever. <laughs> I'm just really hoping it gets posted and we don't die. Like, if we both, if all well, of us die, this will not be posted, basically. Yeah. I'm telling you, the secret producer has already pressed stop and they're hiding this file as we speak. Yes, yes they do I don't even know what that means But like (laughs) I've just been playing too much Harry Potter on my iPhone Sorry Yes, so (laughs) It might be this cookie too (laughs) So basically what's going to happen is You know, all our faves, those people we mentioned They're just going to get A box with Laptops and also our external hard drive And they're going to be pre-logged into all of our things So if you guys can just like (laughs) Yeah, I mean, don't forget to auto-tune my voice so, like, it sounds better. Yeah, I want to sound like Beyonce. Just edit us to look really good. <laughs> make oh, us sound make us sound good. Yeah, actually, we want auto-tune on all of our voices on this podcast, so could you do that, too? <laughs> and also, if you could, like, get a glitter cannon to, like, launch glitter out of everyone's phones as they listen, that would be great. Oh, hell yeah. I am here for that. Like, we just need some razzle-dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. Everyone gets yes. glitter. Best of luck to you on stream. Uh, hope I don't die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta go. This like it's dark outside. Like we can see our reflection. I'm we pretty to, sure Jason is coming. We have to prepare. Ooh, look out behind you, girl. It's about to be like oh, home hell alone no. in this bitch. Okay, we have we're to getting off here <laughs> now. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, make sure you follow us. Subscribe. At TFC Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, girl. (laughs) Tell your friends. We need more friends. Bye. 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 Bye.